are listening to the Designated Driver Podcast. I'm your sober host, Emily, and in this episode, the fact that we planned on having a conspiracy theory episode is no longer a conspiracy. That's right. Get ready to hear about lizard people, the JFK assassination, 9-11, Queen Elizabeth the Cannibal, and the time traveler, Edgar Allan Poe. Also, stay sharp, because one of the conspiracy theories mentioned in the show was made up on the spot. Can you figure out which one? Anyway, pour yourself a cold one and prepare to have your mind blown. A is for alcohol and B is for the blood you stole and C is for the church I built for you. I worship you all over town and I finally set my temple down and you swooped in and desecrated all. Everyone, thanks for showing up tonight. Got it going real Oh, hey, what's up, y'all? Hola, como estas? Muy bien. About halfway there being drunk. Get all the way, yeah, dude. Get all the way. Get all down. Fucking show that bottle. Who's bossing? Bury your sad emotions and alcohol. Yes, I don't drink because I'm depressed, I drink because I want to. That is a good outlook on life. Okay. Thank you for that. They told me I had a drinking problem. But you get drunk, <laughs> fall down. No problem. <laughs> well, here, well, here we are for the much anticipated conspiracy theories episode that was supposed to be episode two, but now we're on episode four technically. So what we're gonna do is just go around the table so everyone will know who's here. I'll start with you, Alan. What are you drinking? Um, Hawaiian Punch and Green Apple Vodka. How special? The house special. The special. And anything interesting happened since we last recorded? I cut my hair. It looks very nice. I almost didn't recognize him. Yeah, and his brother is apparently performing some incest over here. Well, no, incest implies sex. I just said feeling him up. There's a big difference. Oh, yeah, there really is. I'm just, I'm just checking his hair to make sure he's real. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Tucker, what are you drinking? Jack Daniels. Made right here in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Are you chasing it? Yeah. Smart man. With some what good cock and cola. <laughs> out cock. of a penis. Oh, yeah, I'm drinking shape. it out of a dildo-shaped uh, shot glass. No, that okay. is a cock and balls. Penis. Okay. Yeah, dude. That, that is, is a penis cock and balls, dude. That Dildos dildo. come in a lot of shapes, and not all of them look like a penis. <laughs> that is true. He got excited. He got louder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk about cock. What do you expect? <laughs> He could have just I'm talking about my little brother eating cock. <laughs> well, I just I, figured since last episode that I was here, you know, the dildo thing. I just figured. I, so, I why keep not? forgetting that he's your little brother. <laughs> I'm so You're much bigger so than much him. bigger than him. I can fold him up and put him in my pocket. So, anything interesting <laughs> happened since we last recorded? Yeah, I, me and my fiance actually bought a house. Moved in today. Whoop, Shout out to Big John, Emily, and Alan. And Robert. Robert helped too. Alright, Mason, what are you drinking? I am drinking the house special for me. I am drinking a Jack Daniels, but with honey. And also a Coca-Cola. That's a Jack and Coke, not the house special. Thank you. You cannot have a house special to your home. <laughs> yes, I can. No, that's what the house is. You can have the body as his temple. That is, that's yeah, a Mason, yeah. that is a Mason M special. Yes. In a Mason jar. Mason, anything... Interesting since our last recording. Uh, no. He found his left testicle. Yeah, that. Fuck it. <laughs> I found it's that. A- Thank you. Ooh, well, give credit where credit is due. Okay, yeah, fine. You found his left testicle. Jim, All we know is his left testicle was found. I found it first. It was like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Jen. Yeah, what's up? What are you drinking? I have about a sip left of tequila and Coke Zero. And then I'm going to try to bribe Curtis with snacks to get one of his Not Your Fathers. Anything interesting happened since you were last here? I got kicked in the stomach by a six-year-old. That sucks. It makes sense when you find out I teach special education. Well, not sense, per se, so much as context. At least you didn't get kicked in the stomach by a 20-year-old. Fair point. Because that was a big girl. She big for a six-year-old. She heavy. I'm just saying, it would have hurt more if it was a 20-year-old. They're not going to aim and shit. It's true. It's true. Big John, what are you <coughs> drinking? Uh, 
I don't know, jungle juice. It's my own mixture of shit. It's rum and two different kinds of Hawaiian punch. I don't know, I just make this shit up as I go. So, Big John, anything interesting happened since last time we recorded? Or just anything you find interesting? Not that I can think of. I told you. John's <laughs> <laughs> a very basic person. Yeah, shit happens. It's... It's part of life. Especially after you, you suck any dick, you get your dick sucked. I mean, like. Just uh, watch somebody to get their dick sucked. <laughs> How many anyone, times did you masturbate? Uh, fuck if I know, I didn't keep count this time. Did Two anyone three. besides yeah, you I mean, touch your average. dick this week? The most important question is where the fuck is your pants at? No, I appreciate and respect the fact that Big John is comfortable enough in himself. Himself. Yeah, he does not need to wear pants all day long. And I wish that society was acceptable enough that women could do the same thing. Because fuck pants. No one here said you cannot wear pants. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I need another pocket, I think though. you mean no one here said you can't not wear pants. Either or. Is it just me, or do we always encourage Jen to, like, do things yeah. with her pants yeah. around the show? Because last time I was on here, I'm pretty sure I unbuttoned my pants. You did. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, and then did. got real drunk and forgot I did it. <laughs> and then remembered it suddenly, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh. Yeah. But it's okay, because I bought pants that fit now, so I'm no longer, like, a sausage. I'm just saying, there's Where no point I? in not being comfortable. It would be so funny Fuck. if you did take your pants off and then forgot mid-through the podcast. <laughs> Where'd my pants go? Oh, yeah. Is that like, dude, where's my car? Yes. <laughs> dude, where's my pants? Kim, what are you drinking? Strawberry rum and Sprite. Oh, I don't have a sip of that. That's, that sounds uh, great. That's Tucker, all... you don't deserve her. Mm-mm. No, I don't. <laughs> sounds like a mojito without the mint. Do you have anything to may share? May I have a sip of that? No, sure. apparently. Thank you. Strawberry mojitos. Um, just like that means I bought a house. Getting married in T-minus 62 days. Woohoo! I'm so proud of you. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Why the fuck <laughs> you get your wedding? Love you, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm just right, imagine, damn it. Just imagine how oh, yeah, insane right. the stag party's gonna be. Dude, that's gonna be lit. What? Please don't let Mason get arrested. Please don't let Mason say live. Let's fucking go, dude! Thank you. <laughs> Me and Mason's going to jail it. Well, I'm glad you're having a bachelor party because all of my bridesmaids are pregnant. That sucks. Oh, we can have a non bridesmaid party with your oh, friends that aren't pregnant. Look, no, that you can is go out. True. You can go out and have a hell of a time with your uh, pregnant friends. They don't have to drink. You're the one who's drinking. Yeah. Curtis, what are you drinking? I am drinking what Alan's drinking, plus some of that delicious strawberry rum. And a vanilla porter beer. What a combination. Sounds hipster. (laughs) It does. Dude. Anything to share? Anything to share? Well, it's in my car. If anyone wants to, after the podcast, I have plenty to share. Whoa. Somebody say something about happy little trees. Whoa. Whoa. That was so satisfying. Oh my god. Oh, I watched it for like 20 minutes. I was just like, Alan, you were on the porch earlier when I told this story, but it's relating. I hate internet chat because I don't meme really like you assholes do. But I, I work at an me. elementary school. This motherfucker, let me tell you. <laughs> do you you can't way? see, but I'm pointing to Mason. But anyway, I work at an elementary school and I was at second grade recess and there were a bunch of little kids running behind me going, do you know the way? Do you know the way? And I was like, Mason, I don't know where you are, but this is your fault. <laughs> I have a question. I have an answer. As teachers, yes. How often do you ship your students? None. <laughs> okay, so I don't know about you, but like no, as a I'm, female teacher, I think a lot okay. <laughs> because I'm, like I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Were... So those who don't know, shipping is when you take two students and think they should be a couple. Yes. Or, uh, like, two characters or anything like that. Oh, thank God you said that, because I did not know what the fuck he was talking about. For the normies, shipping is short for relationshipping. Guys, I had a good word. And handling is when you masturbate to it. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. I'm out of this conversation. I'm done now. I'm done. Fuck it. I'm done, dude. So, Emily, conspiracy theories, huh? (laughs) 
and Peyton yes, posted. We are going to talk about conspiracy theories first. I wanted to finally, <laughs> yes, finally. Um, first, I wanted to let our audience know that I am drinking some Arbor Mist. Um, I forget what kind it is. Um, exotic fruits, except I won't actually be drinking it until the toast. I'm telling you now because I always forget to tell you when I start drinking. So when we make the toast, it'll be real, and I'm drinking Arbor Mist exotic fruits. It's okay, but the sangria is better. Yeah, I just wanted to try this one. I, I don't know how I feel about it. It's all right. So anyway... We are talking about conspiracy <laughs> theories, finally. Um, what we're going to do with this, because everybody seems to have uh, some conspiracy theories they find interesting, so we're just going to go around. Alan. <laughs> have you heard about General, I'm oh, not General, it was Admiral Byrd and his journal pointing to the entrance of Agartha or the Hollow Earth? Not general sounds chicken. Oh, the whole earth theory? Yeah, yeah that. Yeah, yeah the one with the lizards? Some... Okay, I've heard two different stories. Yeah, same. The one about the Nazis never disappeared, they actually went into the hollow earth. And they're, the one they're, the part of the, they're, they're part of the same story, actually. Oh, but we saw one bitch. There's two, there's okay, two cool. portions of it. The, the journal of Admiral Byrd, you will hear about later. What's the next one? They didn't go into the earth. Lizards. They went to the moon. What, the Nazis? Yes. Nazis. Hmm. What yeah. the fuck? The other story is lizard people. No, no, they they are lizard people. There, it's it's complicated. It's complicated. You're complicated. You'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear about it. Oh, okay, so basically, <laughs> this one guy, he's an admiral, is like flying around in the Arctic during like you know post World War Two between like you know World War and the Depression kind of eras then. And like, uh, yeah, what? he's what? like, hey, these super advanced, like crazy, like lizard people, uh, landed a plane. Also, uh, the Earth is hollow. Also, there's Nazis. Um, that's about it. Let me ask you this: How drunk was he? Um, uh, the consensus is unconfirmed. It's not Wait, anecdotal, hey, guys. Let me do a question over here. Two questions. Didn't the Depression happen in the 20s and World War II happen in the 40s? Yes. You know, it's the time between this. So, you the said between... You said between World War II and the Depression. Yeah. That makes it sound like it's after World War yep. II. Pedantics. Well, it happens between the two. So, the Curtis. 1930s. So, between the Depression and World War II. World War II. So yeah, the 30s, between okay. the Depression and World War II. Well, I, I have a question. How can the earth be hollow if it's flat? Don't remind me of this shit. I am going to break this bottle over your head. This is going on the anus. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Go uh, home, you're drunk. Did you just eat that? That's a very valid question. <laughs> That's actually a very valid question. But you said it in a actually, way that. It's quite simple. Hashtag fake news. Just because the top of the earth is flat doesn't mean the bottom's not. And millennials are fucking It's like a cereal bowl with like a, um, like a, like saran wrap stretched over the top. What? (laughs) It's half a circle. It's half a a circle. So it's a- Called a semi-circle, bitch. It's a semi-circle. So where the fuck- where the fuck does the saran wrap come into play? <laughs> yeah. That's the top. That's the top. That's where we are. Like, you take a cereal ball and you take the top and flatten it. I'm sorry, and but... And now it's, it's got the okay. flat top okay. and it's hollow. I'm Wait, sorry, but I've never run into saran wrap going to work. So. It's like half a watermelon. No. What if we're on the rounded side? And the flat side we haven't explored yet. Oh my oh god! John, fucking wait, wait. leave right now. Yeah. Shut wait. the fuck up and leave. <laughs> what if we are the aliens? Yes, what if we're the aliens? I don't fucking know. That's wait. actually a conspiracy theory in itself, because a lot of, like, that's why That's why humans made alcohol. Why? Ready? Yes. What if we took Bikini Bottom and pushed it somewhere else? Oh my <laughs> fucking god! <laughs> what if we put it over here? <laughs> you keep that in. This isn't just stupid. It's advanced stupid. Yes, it's just like, this is it's advanced stupid. darkness. <laughs> this is like... Wait, Mason, what? I, don't, I can't understand your accent. <laughs> I have a speech Can I tell you guys no. how much I hate Spongebob? This she is the second Spongebob reference we've had on the show, too. You might as well just do Spongebob references. <laughs> it's always, it always comes from Curtis. What? 
I don't know what, what the player is saying. Me of a picture I saw. Somebody posted on um, Twitter. They said, instead of paying $200 a month on cable, buy a plane ticket. Go see what you're watching. Somebody, call me, uh, somebody replied to it, what plane goes to Bikini Bottom? <laughs> and no. somebody else says, Malaysia Flight 370. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the, pl- the oh second plane they got lost? Yes. yes. Oh my god. It was I aliens. To aliens to took them. Aliens took them. Your mom it was the them. lizard people. It was lizard people, uh, yeah, bro. Alien uh, lizards. Tucker, what do you know? No. no. Okay, so, I believe... 9-11 was an inside job. I totally believe that the government knew about it, but didn't... Orchestrate uh, it. Right, correct. Yeah. I believe that the government let it happen for reasons unknown. Oil. Some, some, okay, listen, 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 listen. Some people say oil. Some people say just because of production. There's different things. That are out there. What about money? That um, comes under production. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's because production Saddam Hussein of, has a produ- Stargate and he was going to use it to bring aliens here to take over the Earth. <laughs> Twice. That's fucking great, dude. <laughs> that is actually a conspiracy theory. John has went in depth with me before. Yes. So He's gone that- deep inside Alan before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, but... Who hasn't? You, 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 there are some things that don't add up with 9-11. But I do have to say this one thing. The biggest conspiracy theory out there is that jet fuel does not burn hot enough to melt the steel. It does not burn hot enough to melt the steel, correct. But it does melt, it does burn hot enough to be able to push it over with your pinky. It it heats it up extremely hot to where it gets so soft that your pinky... If you push it over with your pinky, so it, it ruins. It, 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 so it turns it into like it completely. Like it com- kind of. Correct. It completely takes out the whole structural integrity of the building. It does not melt it, what? but it, it if. <clears throat> what floor was it that they that they hit? Two seventy something. Okay, how many? Okay, how many stories above that was there? Uh, I cannot remember exactly. I Google. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of stories above it. There's yeah. about a dozen. Okay, even if it was two stories above it, there's enough weight there to where if it got hot enough, the jet fuel burned, it would easily, easily turn over. Well, yeah, but like, and didn't the towers fall down like... They yeah, did. they yeah. went down like... They did. Um, yeah. For those yeah. who are interested, down. I actually looked up the numbers on this. So jet fuel can melt steel beams at like 2,175 degrees Fahrenheit. 1,300. Well... The, the jet fuel burns at 1,300. It burns it at 1,300, but it can't melt steel beams until Correct, 2000. but at 1,300 degrees, it makes it so... Soft. In, so structurally... I guess that's the word. Fuck. Yes, at thirteen hundred degrees, that's when it starts. <laughs> that's when it starts to fuck with the structural integrity, and they estimate that the with the trade towers that the the jet fuel burned at eighteen hundred degrees Fahrenheit, which would bring it within ten percent of its original yep. structural integrity. So, so that's where collapsed. people are saying that you know, well, maybe it was you know, maybe it could happen realistically, but there's there's a bunch of different variables there mm-hmm. saying. That the beams were blasted. There was a blast at, at a totally different location at a parking garage. It's just so many different things that that could have happened that it, it's it's a perfect conspiracy theory. You know? I you know there was also you know the the fact that you know the investigation to one of the greatest attacks on U.S. soil in kind of history was. Kind of history. Kind of ridiculously <laughs> underfunded for some exactly. reason. Yeah, I mean, set up to fail. Exactly. Um, but at the same time, a fucking plane hit the building. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand, just, but like the investigation. If that doesn't ruin structural how, integrity, I don't know what was. I, I mean, it was that. pretty straightforward, too. How the How is it straightforward, though? How the fuck, within half an hour... They find the passports and confirmed that these are the people who hijacked the plane of no survivors. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I don't know about that. No, that's they just not, find I'm, these passports laying around look, on I'm the not ground. Into the no one fucking at all. questions it. 
I'm just like, that doesn't make sense I'm to not me. getting into the, into the investigation at all. I'm just saying that a plane hitting a goddamn building will yeah. cause some structural integrity yeah, problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the issue is well, not let me really ask you this. That. Let me ask you this. Why does it collapse so fast Yeah, and also straight from down the too. top? Yeah, like... If it was so far up, why did the bottom give out the way it did? It was an inside job, man. I don't know. Exactly. It did. Also, what about the supposed missile hitting the Pentagon instead of a plane? Oh, yeah. They never found a fucking plane in the Pentagon. Okay, let me ask you this. Why is it the highest security building in United States military, but yet they have a frame-by-frame camera? Camera that my fucking Fortnite has a bigger, has a higher FPS frame per second rate. Thank you. Than the fucking security camera at the highest security building in the United States military. Well, that was 2001. That was 2001. That was right there is what that is. Also, doesn't matter. My Spyro in 2001. You know, the room that was exploded just so happened to be investigating like a couple billion dollars that went missing out of like a big, like. What is it called? I don't remember what it's called. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Basically, a bunch of money went missing, and they were investigating in the room that blew up. Like I said, something about misappropriation of funds. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know anything. Okay, Mason, what do you know? Have you heard of the conspiracy theory of Bigfoot, also known as Sasquatch? Mason has a big furry boner for Bigfoot. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, well... He manscapes very well, thank you. I didn't need to know that, but thanks for the info. I can use that against him later. You shoved the tentacle up my ass. You should... You're not wrong. But yeah. That doesn't mean I can't use this against you later in public. I don't give a fuck. Dude, manscaping is just polite. Jen, what do you know? <laughs> Did you know that there is a supposed theory that the Queen of England is a cannibal? How so? Well, I googled this, and there's a story from a man with the best name I have ever heard. Don't touch my goldfish, motherfucker. Okay. That's, that's, his, that's his name. <laughs> that's his name. That is not his name. His name is Herbert Humdinger. Humdinger. Hum- <laughs> Isn't he from Sherlock? <laughs> He's British as fuck, though. And he said he was a service man, like a worker, a mechanic dude, in the, the fuck is the palace, palace called? Buckingham, Buckingham Palace. Buckingham. And he was working on Buckingham Palace back in the day. And then somehow it turns into some policeman having like a massage train. But then he talks about how the queen used what to ride the... around. No, let me. This what the fuck is, is a massage as... train? I, I want to know this. Too. Oh, wait, that's true. You guys are dudes. You didn't have girl sleepovers when you like sit in a row and you massage each other's shoulders. But the person at the back gets the shit end because no one's massaging their shoulders. The person the at the front gets the good end because they get the massage drunk and it work. So. But no, I have no idea why this was in the story, in the article. It just was. And that's why I thought it was delightful and that's why it stuck in my brain. But anyway. Delightful. And then the Herbert Humdinger talks about how the queen rides around on a scooter with razor sharp teeth and she has body parts in her fucking freezer and that's how she stays so vigorous. Last time I checked, the queen of England is about to fucking die, so... Yeah, but she's a vigorous old lady. Also, speaking to the um, cannibalism keeping the queen young, fun fact, if you eat human flesh as a human, it will make you sick. There is an episode of Bones... Where they figure out who the killer was because he was showing symptoms of a sickness that is caused by cannibalism. I did not know that, but that is a good show. It's good to know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hashtag fake news. I eat eat body parts all the time. So what you're telling me is that I cannot go through my plan of eating Mason. It's probably not a good idea. Damn it. Big done. So this actually has to do with the previous uh, conspiracy theory. The Queen of England now has been the Queen of England for... Like hundreds of years back in, I think she started back in Victorian London, and that Jack the Ripper wasn't just some homicidal maniac. He was actually butchering people for the Queen, who is still in power to this day. And Jack the Ripper was actually a government-funded killer. It sounds plausible. It is very plausible. Would that mean that the current Queen posed as her mother? Yes. Okay. Oh, fuck. There we go. Her eating the humans has actually kept her alive since... Late 1800s London. Are you telling me that the Queen of England is a Wendigo? <laughs> no. Because a oh, Wendigo really, really old. Yes. What the 
fuck is a Wendigo? Alan? It's a Native American spirit. Explanation. Participate in cannibalism on sacred grounds, or really at all, you turn into a Wendigo, which is like a monster. Uh, It varies. The most um, consistent version is it's like a really skinny, dark skin. You get like antlers, uh, like a fucking crazy demon deer head with sharp teeth stuff, and you eat people. So she didn't do it on the sacred That's fucking scary. So, we have some more conspiracy theories for you to talk more in depth about. And we are going to start with Tucker. What do you have? I have JFK. The JFK shooting. John F. Kennedy. So, one of the biggest conspiracies out there is that there was a shooter in the grassy No. One thing is... Lee Harvey Oswald was the one that shot him, according to the FBI, according to the U.S. government, Lee Harvey Oswald was the one. The biggest thing is, he was positioned behind J.F. Kennedy. So, why did the first shot blow his head forward, but the second shot blew his head backwards? Maybe because of momentum? And like science shit? It is impossible. Physically impossible for a bullet to enter your skull from the backside, but yet your head goes backwards. The energy of the bullet will always push your head forwards if you were to shot if you were shot to the back of the skull. Which Lee Harvey Oswald was positioned towards the back. Yeah. At that book built. I believe fourth either third fourth story. Yeah, fourth story. Fourth story of a warehouse. Cannot remember how many yards away, but he was at least forty to fifty foot above John F. Kennedy when the shot was made. A thirty-out six round, which is what he used. No, it's an Italian six point five Cartano. That was thirty-out six. Fuck, I'm drunk. I don't. It's an Italian six point five Cartano because it was one of the shittiest rifles in production ever. What he said, I'm drunk. So that much of velocity will always push your head towards whichever way the shot came from. Away from the direction it came from. Because objects in motion stay in motion unless acted upon them. Simple physics. So why is it when the second shot was made, he fell towards the back of the car? Um, I don't, I've not reviewed the video footage, but, um, one, one thing that I immediately come to um, think of in the same physics regard is uh, what did the driver do at the point of that? Because if they did, you know, rush forward, the physics would pull him backwards. The driver didn't rush forward. Okay, I don't know. The driver I, I just... stayed going the same speed until they confirmed the president was dead, at which point he stopped. Okay, I was, I was just wondering. after the second shot. Okay, I was just wondering, making sure that, because I, I, like I said, I've not really reviewed any footage yes. of it. They were, they were in about, a motorcade. Yeah, they were going about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Yeah. Parade, motorcade, whichever, whatever you want to say. Which means that there wouldn't have been anywhere that he could have gone, either forward or backwards. If he would have suddenly stopped, he would have been hit. If he would have sped forward, he would have ran. Correct? Correct. I think yeah. the question is, if the driver happened to slam on the brakes, would that have caused you? No, if the driver would have slammed on the brakes, he would have gone forward. Gone forward. Yeah. The only yeah, way for him to have gone backwards was is if he had hit the accelerator. acceleration. But, there was, obviously, with them being in a motorcade, there was somebody in front of him, so they could not excessively accelerate without hitting the person without hitting the person in okay. front of them just make if sure. you the people out there that are listening go google it youtube it watch the footage slow mo everything the blood splatter from the second shot if you watch it in slow mo exits the back of the head so he was shot from not only the back but also the front too Correct. Correct. Okay. Implying that there were two shooters. From, yeah. Implying At that there was a shooter shooters. in the grassy knoll. It was Which the babushka had... lady. It's all. It's the babushka lady. It was Which... ISIS. ISIS. <laughs> ISIS done it. The, the second shooter on the grassy knoll has also been uh, corroborated by eyewitness accounts. Correct. So Correct. And so there was confirmed by 
Alright, witnesses a second shooter. Yes. Now I do. The official story was uh, it was Lee Harvey Oswald yeah. that did it. Correct. Which is why Lee Harvey Oswald was killed before he ever went to trial. Damn it, you said it before I could. Okay, listen. Why was Lee Harvey Oswald assassinated? He was not just killed. Yes, he was assassinated. He was assassinated. On the steps of the courthouse. With with his hands in handcuffs. With a police escort. With police escort. All around him. Man run up with a revolver. Shot him dead. Man by the name of Jack Ruby. Yeah, Jack Ruby. Who also had government ties. He had ties in the uh, police force that was holding Oswald, as well as, I believe, uh, ties to the CIA, if I'm not mistaken. So, what? Is it the CIA or the FBI? I cannot remember correctly. You're either telling me that this guy was either like a spook or. He was a shooter. Or he was just like, you know, some random crazy guy who's like, I'm going to be an American hero. Pretty much. So why? That's a spook. I I apologize for the normies. Spooks are, you know, spies, spies, hit agents. So why is it? What are the chances of? Okay, like Mason just said, what if he was the shooter? What if he was the other shooter? Yeah, and he was Lee Harvey got caught. Chances are, so he tried to tie police in. Chances are, he's not the other shooter though. If if. Okay, first of all, if he was the for if he was the other shooter, why on earth would he put himself in that situation? It contradicts every other part of the conspiracy theory. Yeah. It does it's not right. make sense. Yeah, like yeah. It does not make sense to put this. himself in that situation. If he was a spy, if he was a spook, if he was a CIA agent, why would he put himself in the limelight like that? Because he knew as soon as he pulled a gun and shot Lee Harvey. He knew he would be a, he would be killed by the police officers there. Okay, didn't he die from that? So it was like oh. a murder suicide. Correct. Okay, that, that is, didn't he die? I'm sorry, but yeah, he was, he was killed. Okay, yeah, now, he was killed. But like I said, it, again, the it, man was dying of cancer to begin with. Okay, he was dying of cancer to begin with. So he said, Why? "Fuck it, I'm gonna kill somebody it, and die." It doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense. I have a question. He had nothing to fucking lose. Because he was ordered by someone to do it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And was... I want to talk about that someone. What have you heard about that? Someone? So who orchestrated this? Russia. The There are, in my opinion, two major, uh, two, two people who are most likely to have had it done. One is J. Edgar Hoover. The head of the, the FBI. Of, the head of the FBI at the time. He kept files on everyone. He right. was like a even crazier you, Joseph McCarthy, yes. except I mean, not like man was paranoid. Yeah, paranoid. Yeah, correct. I haven't actually looked into the Hoover angle, but I know that he, is he's fucking crazy. The, it's almost like I, I know that is one of the big theories is that Hoover had it done because of the power that he had amassed as head of the FBI. And I think uh, one thing that's Kennedy might have been trying to do was uh, fire him as head of the FBI and put someone else in. That was one of the biggest ones that I've heard is that the FBI was behind it. Now, reasons that I did not dig into when I looked into this, but I did hear that the FBI was one of the biggest contributing factors to the assassination. And was that because Allegedly, yes, correct. And was that because of what JFK was supposedly going to do, which is a cons- which is a conspiracy theory in itself? Because JFK was wanting to tell the Soviets about maybe the possibility of the existence of extraterrestrial life. I've heard of that. Yeah, so I haven't gone that crazy. I want to hear John's I have heard second. About that. Yeah. I've heard all second of one. So the second one is that uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Really? His vice president was the one who actually had the assassination done. I heard that one too. Yeah. Because I mean, jo- Johnson, in and of himself, he was an egotistical bastard. Oh, God, yeah. He, he was. was. Yeah, he, he was had, uh, He had to have everything be about him. He named all of his kids to where they had the initials LBJ. He gave his wife the nickname Lady Bird so that she would have LBJ. the initials LBJ. Yeah. His wife... Her family owned the company 
that was making helicopters and jeeps for the United States military during Vietnam. So money was involved, possibly? Yes. Her family stood to make too much money off of Vietnam for Kennedy to have them push out so quickly. Because you remember, Vietnam started in 1960. Kennedy was assassinated in 63. In that entire, in the three years that he was president, he was pushing and pushing for us to pull out of Vietnam the entire time. And actually, I read that he wasn't actually trying to end the Vietnam War. Because, okay, um, I read an article when I knew that we were going to talk about this, and there is a man, I, I forget his name, There's who, who um, has been studying JFK conspiracies for a while, and he put out, um, you know, his opinion on each one, which ones he thinks is more viable or what. And the thing about Vietnam, he said something like, and I can't remember the exact wording of it, but that JFK um, never actually said that he was going to take people out of Vietnam. I know he no. was trying to lessen their involvement yeah. in Vietnam. That that's probably you know I I, I believe he's probably going to um, pull troops back like Obama did in well, Iraq v- stuff like Vietnam that. Vietnam was the Pulled first war of slowly. public opinion. Yeah, it was really what was. it was. It was the first televised war that the Americans had gotten into, and the people at home couldn't stand for what we were doing uh, overseas, which is exactly why there was such a large movement to not be involved. And Kennedy was possibly going to uh, at least lessen our involvement, which again made Johnson and his wife stand to make less money. That and within an hour of the assassination, Johnson was on Air Force One flying to Washington and sworn into office. I mean, that is considered protocol. Anyway, but... but still. Yes, but, but I can see knew, that. He knew that, that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, well, he had to know something was going down. I mean, any any bastard under an hour. I mean, that's that's kind of conspicuous. Any greedy bastard's going to do it. I mean, listen, if me and my brother, I mean, if he was to win the lottery and he was to write it in his will, uh, you know, he's going to get this money after, and I was to kill him, or he was just to randomly die. Who's the first person that they're going to question? You, me, because I'm in his will for all the money. But, remember, President of the United States. Exactly. The most powerful person in the United States. If I'm One of the most powerful. Tucker's point is that it makes sense that he would do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's a third one that I find interesting. And actually that guy that's been studying the conspiracy theories of JFK says that he finds this to actually be more believable and that he's had a hard time debunking it. It was Jackie Kennedy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, she found out about the affair with Marilyn Monroe. Yep. She wanted revenge, so she's like, "I'm going to do hey. this in the most public way possible and make it uh, make it look like uh, it wasn't me." No. Who knows? <laughs> but um, the the theory is that the CIA actually orchestrated it because John F. Kennedy was planning to disband them. So rather than be disbanded, they. Orchestrated an assassination. <laughs> they killed his ass. And who knows? Maybe it could have been the FBI, the CIA, and Lyndon B. Johnson and Jackie Kennedy. Maybe they all just sat in the big Oval Office and was like, and yeah, let's get rid of this motherfucker. Exactly. Nobody that was in the room where it happened. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's like the King Tut conspiracy of who killed King Tut. Um, he died of, you know... A multitude of diseases. That's true. He well, was like he incest. Was he was an incest fuck. baby. Yeah, he was yeah, fucked he, up. Yeah, he was an incest but baby. But in eighth grade, I had to write like a, a persuasive paper about who killed King Tut, and I said it was his wife, his chief of staff, and like his head of security or something. And my uh, teacher sat me down and was like, "This is really creative, but what?" So, anybody else got anything on JFK? I'm really curious about his affair with, well, supposed affair with Miss Marilyn Monroe. I want to know more about that. They boinked in the Oval Office. And and why did she sing Happy Birthday, Mr. President, in that sultry manner? Because he was fucking her. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you're I mean, not that's wrong. how she always sings. He was pretty yeah. cute. Okay. He was all right. So, here's right. something, in, just, this is an interesting fact about, uh, uh, Kennedy. 
So, there was a study done when he was running for president. Now, most people don't know this, but he was actually running against Richard M. Nixon. Yes. In the 1960 election. Yeah. So, what they, uh, what a group did, they took two groups, showed one group the televised debate. Yeah. They took the second group and let them listen to the debate on radio. Now, the group that watched the debate said that Kennedy won the debate. The group that listened to the debate on the radio said that Nixon won the debate. Interesting. And was that based that, because of appearances? Or yes. It it has everything to do with appearances. JFK was a fine motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Nixon but was like old as fuck. Exactly. Nixon was ugly. Yeah. He's got a Republican's body. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I've never heard it said like that, but yeah. But no, that's the thing. <laughs> it, it goes to show you how people ref- how people respond to the visual versus everything else, and that's how uh, Kennedy actually won the assassin or er, uh, assassinated. That how Kennedy won. <laughs> how he won the assassination? <laughs> I no, think Kennedy no, no. lost the assassination. <laughs> he got. Kennedy won the election to begin. Okay, with. that solves the conspiracy theory. He was shot because he was handsome. And it was because of a very jealous Richard M. Nixon. He's it's like, possible. I and mean, he's like, fuck but, that pretty boy, I'm gonna shoot him. But see, that's the thing. It was America's first televised election. What did you say caliber it was? It was an Italian 6.5 Carcano. Pretty much the 6.5 millimeter yes. Carcano. Okay, I don't know about you, but a 6.5 millimeter, 6.5 millimeter, correct? 6.5 millimeter do not see that doing that much damage to, but it all depends on how much power is behind it. Also, uh, another thing about the gun, it was a bolt action rifle. Correct. Uh, supposedly, he got three shots off in the time frame that he shot. Didn't one shot hit like the governor of Texas or something, or was that no. the same bullet that hit JFK? Uh, yeah, something different. Okay. Question for people like me that don't gun. Okay. The fuck does that mean? Okay, a bu- there are two types of rifles. A, uh, a semi-automatic rifle and a bolt-action rifle. Okay. A semi-automatic rifle means each time you pull the trigger, it fires around and cycles the bolt. It mo- automatically exactly. ejects, it it automatically the, old ejects the old shell, the spent shell, it was just fired, and then automatically cycles pulls in another, another shell. Okay. That Whereas, way, each pull of the trigger, you get you have one right there. Okay, so you can just keep going. Yeah, yeah, there is a fire right there to where you can only go so fast, but every time you pull the trigger, there's another one loaded. Okay. Whereas a bolt yeah. action, you have to manually cycle the bolt, mm-hmm. where you've got a lever that you grab a hold of, you pull it up, you pull the bolt back, it ejects the spent cartridge, you push the bolt forward to cycle in a new round, and, down. and lock the bolt back mm-hmm. down. So it's not... Physically possible to shoot that many. No, I'm not gonna say it's not physically possible, but for professionals, it is very, it is very possible. Mm -hmm. And but possible, not absolutely possible. People will make the argument that um, Oswald was actually in the Marine Corps, but he only qualified as a marksman, the lowest rank of rifleman that you can qualify as. Mm-hmm. Which means he barely passed. But he still passed, though. So, again, possible, not plausible. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He was not a professional. Alright, guys, so I want to talk to you about Edgar Allan Poe. The original golf kid. Mm-hmm. To our audience, for those of you who live under a rock, or... I s- do. Like Patrick Starr. Or sleep through your English classes. That's me. Probably not Jen. She wants to be an English right teacher. No, if right. you sleep through Actually, my class, I'll gut you. I did sleep through it's a few of mine. I never read Romeo and Juliet during high school. I slept through the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I failed that test. So Edgar Allan Poe was an American author. He was born in Boston in 1809. Um, he was known for his oh, very sweet. macabre and gruesome themes. I love the word macabre. So, yeah, that macabre, it's a beautiful word. Fun fact, he died of syphilis. Macabre! Actually, no, he did not. Oh. Hashtag um, fake news. I actually wanted to talk about his death a little bit before I get into this conspiracy theory of him being a time traveler. What? Because I have always been told that Edgar Allan Poe 
uh, was found dead in the gutter and like he had died of alcoholism or something. But it's actually a lot more nuanced than that. Um, they found him near an election polling area and he was wearing somebody else's clothes. Now, back then, there was this election fraud going on. It was called cooping. And basically what happened with oh, cooping yeah. is that um, people that are on the payroll of these uh, people running for office or whatever would snatch up unsuspecting people from the street and then take them into a room and basically, like, drive into their heads that they're going to vote for this person. They would often drug them or give them alcohol and also often send them multiple times to the polling booth to vote by and have them dress up in other clothes besides so, what they were wearing. So because they found him near a polling booth and he was wearing somebody else's clothes and he was completely distraught, um, they think that he was a victim of cooping. And also he was not found dead outside. He was found alive, but he was really messed up. So they took him to the hospital and he kept muttering the name Reynolds I gotta get drunk and go vote sometime. That sounds fun. <laughs> I wonder if I they'd just, let you. I, just I don't know if they would or not. Hey, I'm a really high-functioning drunk. So I want to tell you about why people speculate that Poe could have been a time traveler. He's um, his own grandfather. That's why he doesn't have a Delta brainwave. <laughs> First of all, one thing that people like to talk about a lot is the Poe toaster, but that's neither here nor there. What the, the fuck the, is a Poe toaster? The, it's a mechanized battle toaster. The Poe the po toaster is a beloved nickname given to the figure that would show up at his grave every year on his birthday oh, with three yeah, roses so and a bottle life. of Cognac, which continued from the time he died until 2009. So about seven decades, this person showed up at his grave. So, so some people think, some people who believe that he's a time traveler thinks that he was visiting his own grave. But. Have I been saying Cognac? Okay, I do have a, I do no, have a is thing it, about that. Is it Cognac? I don't fucking know. Cognac. Yeah. Cognac. Yeah. Okay. Cognac. Oh, geez. Well, so I, I, do have a, I do have a question yeah. about, about the, the, the Poe toaster. Yeah, what is about it Worcestershire? Um, Worcestershire? If, if it was yeah. him visiting his <laughs> own grave, why the fuck would he do that? That doesn't... Like, I understand, like, maybe once, but, like, every year... Like, do you know how tedious that is? You're just like, hey, I'm gonna go visit myself, and then, like, okay, hold on. If I'm a time traveler... Let me go visit myself again in this next year. Maybe he did like, it all in one day. Do you remember who we're talking about? He was self-obsessed. Yeah, Poe was. I don't mean dude. he was self-obsessed. He he is the original man of darkness. Like we're talking dark and twisty. Didn't he die like, poor as fuck too? Um, no, that was Van Gogh. I don't know. Probably. No, I think a lot of his works didn't really get very recognized yeah. until after his death. So let's... So that's not really a profound indication that he's a time traveler. So let's get into these stories, because this this stuff is crazy. So there are three stories okay. that people speculate indicate that he could have been a time traveler. The first one is The Businessman. Now, The Businessman was written in 1840. And it's a story about a man who suffers who suffers a head trauma as a child, and it consequently leads to obsessive regularity behavior and violent sociopathic outbursts. So, um, we... So it's basically this plot of American Psycho? I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm wrong. But, um, so... It, it's basically... We, we understand now that head injuries can impact a person's personality. Now that research... Yeah, just look at the NFL. So he wrote this story in 1840. In 1848, a railroad a railroad worker named Phineas Gage uh, this story. took an iron spike through the skull and managed to survive. And this caused him to have personality changes and neurologists were able to study these personality changes and understand how um, the temporal lobe affects the personality and turns out Poe's character in the store written eight years before they even started studying this pinned the personality traits of someone with temporal lobe syndrome to a T it was perfectly described and a neurologist who um who read Poe's story was just baffled that he got the character so perfectly when they hadn't even studied but that's not really much of a reason to say that somebody's a time traveler because 
you know, just because, yeah, coincidences happen all the time. Um, so let's get into the story, um, Eureka now. Um, were there any questions about the first story? No. Eureka is a 150 page prose poem written in the final years of Poe's life. And a lot of people say that this looks like the work of a crazy person because it was very complex. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. But it's what the was going to his brain? Maybe. And I'll Google so, this. <laughs> so let me let me tell you about Eureka and what what they found interesting. Now, this story was written eighty years before modern science formulated the Big Bang theory. In this poem, there is a part where Poe describes. An expanding universe that began in one instantaneous flash from a single primordial particle. He also resolves the Obler's paradox, which was basically the question of why is it dark at night? Um, by saying that the light from the expanding universe had not reached our solar system yet. Now, the thing that's interesting about this, and we could debate the Big Bang Theory, we could get into all kinds of questions about that, but that is not for right now. The, the interesting thing about this is that these theories have not been put forth until 80 years later. So how is it that a man in the 1800s who is living in a time where astronomers and like the information available to him they believe that the universe is static. They don't have this theory of the Big Bang. That doesn't come till later. So how is it that this man who had who is not an astronomer, he's not experienced in viewing the universe, how is he able to come up with this? Where does it come from? I blame it on leeching. <laughs> he's a goddamn time traveler. That's what the well, fuck no, he is. I mean, leeching's actually a very viable yeah, uh, I mean, like explanation for this. What is leeching? Uh, when um, uh, it's a medical practice that took place in that time, medical. yeah, where a doctor would attach leeches to you and it would quote unquote suck out the bad blood. Mm-hmm. And so you think he was like anemic and he just sort of like hallucinated. Well, this is what an Italian astronomer named Alberto Capi said, a modern Italian astronomer. He said it's surprising that Poe arrived at this dynamically evolving universe. Because there was no observational or theoretical evidence suggesting such a possibility. No astronomer in Poe's day could imagine a non-static universe. So it's more of those that thing of like, where did this idea even come from? It was God! I mean, you're probably not wrong there either. God told Edgar Allan Poe to about the Big Bang Theory before the Big Bang Theory was a thing. I mean, God so- told jo- uh, Joseph Smith about some magic golden plates that were buried in the middle of the goddamn forest! <laughs> I mean... I mean, you. I mean, I'm sorry. That was an angel, right? If the Big Bang Theory happened, by technicality, it was always a thing. Well, yes, that's true. But the question is, like, okay, so you have all these thinkers and like all these astronomers and people that study the universe and everything. At that point, they hadn't arrived at that conclusion yet. So that's why it's strange that Poe would arrive at it when he's not—he's not even an astronomer. He's not somebody that studies this stuff. He's just a layman. When it comes to that sort of thing. The thing about these two stories is they don't really convince me he was a time traveler, though. Because I do think that it's possible that he could have just observed it in some way. Or just coincidence. Had an idea. Or he could have been a huge LSD hound. Hear me on this third story. He wrote a story called The Narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket. Uh, the story was published in 1938, and it was basically about um, a mutiny at sea and these mutineers that ended up marooned on the sea. Uh, they ran out of supplies. They didn't have anything to eat. Um, a turtle, a tortoise to be specific, swam by, and they were able to eat the tortoise, but then they ran out of tortoise meat, and the tortoise is important. You'll understand why soon. So um, they ate the tortoise meat. And then when they were completely out of food, they decided to draw straws and resort to survival cannibalism. So... They killed a guy with a tortoise shell, didn't they? No. That'd be a bad way um, to go. So, the person yeah. that drew the shortest straw in the story was named Richard Parker. He was uh, just a mutineer 
also, and so they ended up eating him to survive. Now, fast forward to 46 years later. In real life, um, there was a buyer in Australia who purchased a yacht from someone in England. They put together a crew to sail the yacht um, across the ocean to Australia, about 15,000 mile trek in a yacht because that's a great idea. Um, of course, because yachts are not made to go from England to Australia, uh, the yacht sunk and they ended up marooned on a dinghy out in the water. They only had enough time to grab some turnips, which they, you know, portioned out very well, but they eventually ran out of turnips. Oh, and guess what? A fucking turtle swam by. They ate the turtle. And then, uh, finally, they had also been having trouble getting water because, you know, they're out on the fucking ocean. Uh, they managed to capture some rainwater and drink it, but they couldn't always rely on that, so they would resort to drinking their own urine sometimes. But eventually, the 17-year-old cabin boy, who, by the way, his name was Richard Parker, started drinking the seawater. And he got so sick drinking the seawater, and he was dying, and uh, they decide that they are going to resort to survival cannibalism. They end up eating Richard Parker, just like the people in the story did. That's pretty much why people think he's a time traveler. Another, I got a question. Yeah. How did they cook the turtle? Yeah, no. uh, they probably didn't. They probably ate it raw. So they just I mean, chop up with a turtle and just yeah, ate they, that shit raw. They broke the shell open and got the meat out. That does make me sad, and it also sucks to be you. it makes me sad too. I love turtles. Well, also, more to the point. Why would Edgar Allan Poe go all the uh, go through all the trouble of like did he read about this uh, like did he go forward in time read about this story go back in time and like I'm gonna write a story about this or did he actually like go onto the yacht get one uh, be one of the people stranded on this dinghy live through all of this shit and then is like okay I, I I'm done with the cannibalism peace guys I'm out that was a question I had too. Which was, why would Edgar Allan Poe be so interested in this story? Now, this actually was kind of a big deal at the time that it happened because it resulted in an English murder trial that established the precedent that murder was not excused by necessity. So it was probably a high-profile trial because when they got back, the the real-life people, when they got back, they were convicted of murder for eating Richard Parker. Wait, how Maybe. could they? It happened in international water. It more than likely happened in international waters. Was that a thing then? Probably not. Bad yeah. thing. But maybe it's a mixture of both of those things. Maybe he went forward or backwards, whatever the fuck he was. It's also you know, England. And they might have different things. Saw the story, was like, that's cool and interesting as fuck, and then went back and decided to be part of it. It's also because it was cool. Why the fuck would he go through the trouble of. Becoming part of this crew, being part of the mutiny, or uh, not uh, mutiny, but uh, making sure that he was one of the people that survived to get onto this dinghy, live for however long they lived on this dinghy, right up until the point where they're like, okay, we're going to eat the crazy dude. He's like, no, I'm out. Because he's a crazy fuck. Now, to be honest with you, that's not the only explanation. Um... No one says that he would have had to even be part of it. I mean, I know, he could have, I'm, I'm not saying he, he was just, part of it. I'm just saying he might have. It is possible. The a more likely scenario and this is he just went forward in time and read about this uh, is story. If he he probably heard about the story at some point in time, and it is possible that him, you know, hearing that story influenced his work in such a way that it was well, no, paralleled. The, his work happened before this story I ever understand. happened. He and he heard about the story before he wrote the story. So you're saying he traveled forward in time, heard Not about this story. Forward in time. He did hear about the He can't have heard about the story if it hasn't happened yet. I understand. You're assuming that he's from the past. What if he's from the future though? What like, So here's at at one point in time in his timeline, in him Personally, in yeah. his life, he heard about that situation. Fast forward in his life, 
He's now in the past because he's a time traveler. Yeah. He writes a story that is influenced by events that he has read about or heard of so are you earlier saying, in his life. So are you saying part of his life he spent as a time traveler and then his later years in life he was stuck in this one time period? It's a possibility. I mean, with it being time travel, there's a plethora of ways that you could explain it because, I mean, he can go, presumably he can go forwards and backwards. Now, if you subscribe to the spirit science um, train of thought. What, he astral projected himself into the future? Um, maybe, but wow. also, like, with spirit science, they believe that there's, like, this plane where, like, time isn't a factor, so maybe he could have just gone to sleep and then dreamed about stuff that happened in the future, and then it influenced his work. Uh, that would just um, make him an oracle. Yeah. Yeah. An oracle, so. Shit really like that's happened to me before. Yeah, I mean, I've dreamed about eating pancakes and wake up, my mom's like, yo, come get some pancakes, and I'm like, Ooh! No, I mean, I've I've had dreams, like, vivid dreams about shit that's happened to me. And then months or years in advance, or in the future, that shit has actually happened. Yeah, you so also I mean, maybe it was just an extreme too. version of that, because you know he was dark and twisty and probably <coughs> drank a fuck ton of alcohol. I mean, for all we know, he could have been doing peyote. For all we know, he might have been doing, like, fucking... All the drugs. Yeah, all the drugs. He might have sold his soul to Satan. Yeah, I mean, that's an entire plot. He could have sold his soul to Satan for clairvoyance or some shit like that. Uh, to be a... Uh, a respected writer, but Satan did that whole "I'm going to twist your wish" thing to where you're not a respected writer until after your death. Mean you don't. Satan know. sounds like a dick. Yeah, Satan. Yeah, Satan is a dick. Yeah. Also, there is a point, um, statistically speaking, at any point anyone could write any possible work of fiction, and eventually, it will. Happened. Which get, makes it coincidental, not you, that he was a time traveler. Statistically speaking, you put a monkey in a room with a typewriter, eventually the monkey beating on the typewriter will put out Shakespeare. I, and given a, a fuck ton of numbers and odds here, I mean, like... That, no, yeah, I mean, that, but statistically, statistically speaking, speaking, it will happen eventually. It yeah. will happen eventually. Not that it might. It will happen eventually. Guys, I want a fucking drink now. So okay. let's start making our toast. Okay. We are going to make mm-hmm. our toast now. Um, Mason, we'll start with you. What would you like to make a toast to? Make a toast to the beautiful sweet bed I'm about to go to bed on. To the beautiful sweet bed. bed. Yeah. Ooh. To the bed. Ooh. To the bed. Ooh. If you Jen, people are wondering, I'm drinking out of a gallon jug. To the man you're about to go to sleep on. No, because he's going to his house like a bitch. I mean, you can sleep on him on the way over to his house. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, she's going to do that. To my delightful administration at my school who didn't fire me this week. To the administration, to the administration at the school that didn't fire her this week. Yay. Alan, who would you like to make a toast to, or what would you like to make a toast to? Um, A toast to the raven. A toast to the raven. To the raven. Yeah, so Nevermore. 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 Big oh, John, what would you like to make a toast to? The fact that just about anything can be a conspiracy. I mean, you're not wrong with that. The fact that just about anything can be a conspiracy. My life is a conspiracy theory. Your you don't know that. That's why, that's why it's a conspiracy theory. Curtis, what are you making a toast to? Amen to fucking to sleep. Just so Just so y'all understand, audience, um, this has gone a lot longer than we expected, (sighs) and everyone's gotten very tired. Um, In fact, I should tell you that Tucker and Kim won't be making toast because they needed to go home. So, um, yeah, everyone's tired, and that's why there's so much talk about beds and sleep. Um, Curtis is literally on the table right now. Yes, Curtis is on the table right now. (laughs) But we made it through, and I would like to make a toast... To our buddy Matt. Yes. To our buddy Matt. Because Matt. our buddy Matt wanted to be involved with this podcast this evening. And unfortunately, moving forward, he's going to only be a special guest because he's having to work a lot. So um, you'll probably hear from him again. And we miss you. 
He got a job as a hooker. He's got to work night hours now. I know, yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. And he has to wipe that body somehow. They call him Magic Might. <laughs> what? Magic Might. Magic oh, Matt. I almost said that. Magic Matt. I almost that said Magic Might. That was the worst joke you've ever made. <laughs> I've been dating Mason for about eight, eight months. months. That was the worst joke, hands down. I'm tired. They call him Mystic Matt. That was better. Alright, so here's one to you, audience. Cheers! Because he's got that voodoo day. Stay positive out there. Stay positive. Always smile. That's all for now. Thanks for chiming in if you did. Were you able to figure out which conspiracy theory was bullshit? If so, drop us an email at designateddriverpod at gmail.com or tweet us at ddpodnox, as in short for Knoxville. You can also give us feedback or make a toast to be read on the show. Don't let your presence be a conspiracy. We would love to hear from you and share your voices as well. Our theme song is Blood Alcohol by We Is Shore Dedicated, and we'll catch you next time. A is for alcohol and B is for the burning embers of my soul ejaculated premature. I'm disappointed in you. A is for alcohol. B is for the blood you show. And C is for the cold stare I give you. I'm gonna politely chew, not like an animal, like Tucker. Okay. <laughs> Except I'm fixing a call on you, so go ahead and swallow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mason said. That's what he said. That's what Mason said. <laughs>